Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. Luton get back to winning ways at Kenilworth Road. It's taken a while, but finally our first home win of the season has arrived. A 2-0 win against Blackburn. It wasn't easy, but the second half definitely uh, came out on top with us getting the 2-0 win. Today we'll discuss that in a little bit more detail. Plus we'll be looking at Nathan Jones' post-match comments. Uh, talking about a fans expecting too much at the moment. What, what do we make of his comments post-match and... Uh, what do we make of some of our fans' comments? And you know, I'm probably guilty myself, especially on this podcast, of making some silly comments over the previous months. But it is what it is. We'll, uh, we'll discuss that all today. Dave's with me, Batara's with me. We are a day late, and this was because uh, the Queen's funeral was yesterday. I was pretty much with you all day watching it, and we just couldn't get together yesterday. So, you know, yeah. today we're finally back after a couple of weeks. It's been a crazy couple of weeks with, with the Queen. Um, uh, yeah, we're back finally. How are we? We're good. We're good. Yeah. Please for please for the result um, against Blackburn. You know the Queen thing. Very sad. Yeah. Um, Blackburn win. It was. It's, it, does it feel relief for you, Bataro, to finally get the home win? Oh, it's great and it's massive. Because I'm sure we were looking at each other, going, "Well, I think we said to each other the other day in the pub, we're sitting there going, when's it going to come? Is it going to come before the national break? After the national break? When's it going to come? And how long can you wait for it?" Like you say, I, I heard someone say the other day, I can't remember who it was, a manager on Sky Sports or whatever, saying before the national break, to sit there and not to get a win when you, you haven't won for a while is a tough time, basically. With two weeks of international football coming up, <clears throat> excuse me. But obviously with the win, you, you kind of sort of like live on it for two weeks, if that makes sense. Anyone watch the highlights on the new AFL show on ITV? No. Yes. I but, Tell me, did I hear this wrong? But I swear the guy who commentated over the game said if we would have lost or not won, it would have been our worst start to our campaign at home in like 30 odd years. Oh, I don't remember that, mate, to be fair. I mean, I was... I hope I'm not making up. Producer Jacob, can you research that and tell me if I'm making up? I I thought that's what he said. I know obviously we didn't lose, but... But if we'd have lost against Blackburn, it would have been the first time ever they've beaten us there. In the league. league. They've never beaten us at Kenilworth Road. Really? Yeah. Yeah, love that. Um, but we did get the win, so all that's irrelevant. And mm. we we did have to work for it, didn't we? We It wasn't as plain sailing as maybe a 2-0 win, you know, mm. maybe looks, but... Yeah, not too hard, though. I don't think we had to work too hard. I mean... But Blackburn weren't great, were they? No, I mean, they, the first half, I mean, it was a bit like one of those games. Was like, okay, it wasn't what we expect. What's going to happen second half? Can we up the tempo, which we did? And I thought very, we started very well, by the way. But we'll get into that later. But um, no, look, I think a lot of people around me were saying, oh, these are third in the table for today. I said, I know it's early days and whatever else. They said, oh, they're third in the table. How are they up there? It's, it's what it is. I mean, look at look the league table at the moment. I mean, everyone's beating each other. Yeah. There'd be no surprises if we went and beaten, I don't know, beat Norwich whenever we play him. I'm pretty sure it's soon. I wouldn't be surprised. It's one of those leagues. Look, it is what it is. It happens. 
some three word reviews then of Luton 2 Blackburn nil. Levy says a big relief Martin says about bloody time Ian excellent second half Tom says Burke belts it James says better balanced midfield uh, Dave says complete team performance Lee says championship needs VAR Matt says Burke lock your pots and Peter says better with Lansbury um, Lansbury Lansbury is great weren't he but you can kind of put that in with James's better balanced midfield Dave midweek against Coventry I don't think we were at our best no I don't think Coventry were very good and it was just one of them dull games that mm-hmm. I feel in the end we were lucky to get a draw out of but the Actually, midfield on, uh, on Wednesday night against Coventry was all over the shop weren't it yeah it was all over the shop uh, much better Saturday the, the Coventry game really was the one I expected us to win and, and that's Be careful not, saying that, mate, around right, no, Jones. No, but it's the one I expected to win. And um, and it's not a teams like Luton, teams like Comfrey think. Their form wasn't good. We should have been able to... We weren't at the races. Our midfield was dreadful. But sometimes it's more dangerous, though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. But we were dreadful that night, midfield-wise. We, we just we didn't do anything. On, on Saturday, though, I think we controlled the midfield. Absolutely controlled it. But talking about the midfield, Dave, I think we said it the other week. Or, well, I'm not, well, I'm pretty sure I said it. Um quote me if I'm wrong but the midfield three for me were too small have been too small not you, been you powerful enough say that. they've been too attacking rather than we need some balance I mean Lansbury in the midfield he just he offers that balance doesn't he mate, he's incredible just sitting in there let, let Campbell let Clark do their work let them do whatever and I'll be honest I know it's, it's going to probably not be a popular opinion amongst the Luton fans but I'm glad Freeman was dropped the other day yeah well, I like Freeman but I just think that you can't have Freeman Clark and Campbell in there and for me out of the three that you've got to take out for Lansbury, it has to be Freeman. Because I think he's still learning that position. I, I don't recall him playing a lot, or if ever, to be fair, in a midfield three. I've only ever seen him at his previous clubs on the wing or behind a striker as a number 10. Which, obviously, um, people can say, oh, yeah, but he plays a number 10 behind a striker at loot and blah, 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 blah. But it's a different, it's a different balance of like, football. It's completely different. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's been bad because he hasn't been bad, by the way. He's no, he been, hasn't he has been, been, he hasn't, no, he's, no, he, no hasn't. he hasn't been bad at all. You no, but no, that's not what I'm saying. I, he's yeah. been very good. But I think you can't really afford to take Clark out for me. No. Because Clark is phenomenal. You know what you get every single week with him. And I think it'd be unfair to take him out. As Freeman's still new, all right, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if he came back in the next game. It is what it is. Obviously, Campbell, everyone knows what Campbell offers. He's got 15, 16 lungs in his body. So, <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah. But no, look, it's true. I mean, but, but I wasn't surprised that Freeman came out of the squad. I would, I would agree with team, you. Sorry. I, I would say 100% that uh, Clark and Campbell are the first names on the sheet mm-hmm. in my midfield right now. Um, you know, barring injury, obviously. And they were the two last season, weren't they, as well, realistically? Honestly, you know, the, the work rate of Campbell is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's brilliant. He's all over the just show. To watch him off, just watch him off the ball. He is honestly. He's, he's quick. Something he's, else. He's, isn't he's he? everywhere, isn't he? And and Clark has just that touch mm-hmm. at times when you just go, "Wow, well, yeah." I we know we, why he's starting. And we even saw Clark playing holding midfield for like, I think the last half an hour. I think when um, Lansbury came off, yeah, or whatever time it was, Lansbury came off. Clark drops into the, into the holding role, which is very strange, but he done a job, didn't he? Other changes from the commentary again, and Lansbury, Woodrow, Burke, Lockyer and Bell were in for Freeman, Bradley, Cornick, Onyedema and Osho. Uh, it was interesting to see Woodrow start up front, wasn't it? Obviously, Nathan Jones says, I can't remember if it was post-match midweek or whenever he said it, but Carl Morris can't do this all alone. He's trying to find this strike partnership. Obviously, Elijah's had a really difficult start to the season and um, Cornick's been in and off, on and off with injuries. And Woodrow's, again... A player that Nathan Jones said the other day he sees him more of a 10 
but did play alongside Morris. Yeah, I think he's probably just trying to mix it up a little bit. We haven't looked too threatening, have we, really, in recent times in front of goal? Apart from Morris, let's face it. But, I mean, I'm not surprised to see Woodrow up top with Morris. I think we would have seen it at some point anyway in the near future. If it wasn't last Saturday, it would have been the next game or whatever else. But, look, number 10 or number 9-esque kind of player, no one knows what he is going to be for us. So, Jones says Would you be disappointed 10, if, if he was more of a 10 for us? I just want him to, to be better. <clears throat> I was expecting better things from him right now and it hasn't happened for me. I'll be honest, I'd like to see him as, no, like you said there, David, like, he's not had, he's not had, he's not, I yeah, get yeah. that, but he's not, he's not been, when he's come on for me mm. personally, I think, well, I thought, when he's rid- come on for you, no, when he's, no, come on, substitution, Dave off, <laughs> okay, I'll, no, I'll, sorry, you can carry on, what I'm saying is, when he's on the field and he gets his opportunity, yeah. I expected more, I thought, would, I thought it was a really good signing, and at this moment in time, he hasn't shown me that, but I felt the same with Campbell when we signed him and look at him now. Yeah. So I think I think Woodrow needs a game where he's bloody brilliant the whole time and we haven't had that yet. He was unlucky not to score on Saturday though. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, he had a shot, I think, blocked back post or whatever. It wasn't on yeah. the volley or whatever it was, half volley. But I mean, look, the thing with Woodrow is right. I think we've seen we've seen bits of him. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say oh, I've seen loads of him, but I've seen a bit of him at Barnes. He looked decent. He looks quite an intelligent player in and around. He's not going to, you know, take the ball on and beat people or whatever else he's going to lay the ball off get into pockets of space blah 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 link up play whatever else but the thing is for me the issue is and you know like I said it's my opinion and whatever else but the, the thing for me is the midfield three does not work with him in the team if you're going to play number 10 and have him as number 10 you can't have three attacking midfielders in the squad some people might say Campbell's not an attacking midfielder but Campbell Clark and um, Freeman. Yeah. I don't think you can have them three and Woodrow because I think the balance is just off. If you have, you're playing a number 10, you need to have, for me, a holding midfielder, an out and out holding midfielder. So either like Osho, Lansbury, Pelly. Yeah. I think you don't think you can have Clark or Campbell holding midfield. I'm sorry, like, just for, it doesn't work. Do you feel, in saying that, that you look at our midfield and obviously the injuries we have at the moment, but we're kind of lacking in that role of maybe just a holding mid right now. Do you think that's yeah. somewhere maybe when it does get to the winter window that that's something we have to look at? But then we'd have Pelly back, Lansbury, I think I think you've you got to wait until the team's at full strength, haven't you? Mm-hmm. The squad's at full strength and then make that decision. Um, it'd be nice to see what Pelly can offer. Yeah. If he gets back. It'd be good to have him back, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be good to have him back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's too early to say that. More on the game on Saturday then. First chance fell to Blackburn and it fell to Bereton Diaz. He was played through, dinged it over the keeper. Potts was there to clear off the line. And I think it was at this moment where I just thought, we've just been carved open. It's way too easy to get in behind us yet again. It felt like the same against Coventry midweek. It's so easy to get in behind. Um, we've kind of rode our luck a bit there to, to be in yeah. the right place to clear we did the line. Re- we did ride our luck. It was, it was a good opportunity for them to score. I'd have been very disappointed if that was us and not taking that chance. For definite, but um, it was early doors, wasn't yeah. it? You know, and we hadn't even settled into the game, and it was like, yeah, yeah, of course. To be uh, fair, I felt we got out of our system pretty quick though, as well. Yeah, in that relation, because I think apart from that, I don't recall anything until the end of the game where that geezer smashed it like thirty yards over the bar. Yeah, which is also terrible from their behalf. <laughs> scored, yeah, yeah. But look, I mean, apart from those two opportunities at Blackburn, I can't recall anything else really. No, no. But the, I mean, it, it would have been a different game had they put that chance away. 
and I think he, I think the Blackburn player was it uh, Diaz. He should have actually scored. In my opinion, he should have scored. Um, he probably chose the wrong option of finishing. And then one up, then you know the game's different. Definitely different. Yeah. We might not be sitting here so happy. So but you yeah. can ride your luck. We, we, you know, you don't believe in luck, but you know, <laughs> so you can ride it's your the luck there. It's conversation pub the other I day when it's a but bit you, like, yeah. But you can, you can ride your luck there and, you know, Potts did well to get back to clear it. So then you think, then the, then the defence got stronger, mm-hmm. in my opinion, from there on. In. I think sometimes it's, it's like a little wake-up call, isn't it? Like You get so, like, you know, close to conceding a goal like that and you just think, I think sometimes the defenders need to kick up the backside and go... Actually, maybe need to tighten up a little bit. But we have no, been stretched so many times. Yeah, but it's no different how we as to how we've been starting yeah. away, isn't it? You know that, that quick that quick goal at Burnley. You know we're we're on the ball when we play Cardiff. We're we're on the ball real quickly all of the time at the first five ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get one chance, aren't you? You're going to get yeah. one. Uh, they didn't take theirs, thankfully. I still think like you know defensively we're struggling a little bit. I'll be honest, like, like I said, I know Saturday was a lot well, better. I've said it, and people might call me an idiot. Like YouTube, you might call me I'll stupid for my about to say yeah. it, but idiot. I wasn't fully convinced by our win on Saturday. Yeah, see, I don't really understand. Me personally, I, I, I've said to you before, and I said to you earlier about it, we've had this conversation a couple of times, I don't get it personally. Well, I, that I wasn't like, fully convinced. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, from my I point, know, I don't I just, understand it. I mean, like I said to you, is it because you're where you sit, like, uh, do we do sit right in the corner, don't we? So it's I quite hard to see. Like, when I sit with you guys like in the corner, I think sometimes the view, you don't always get like a bigger picture of the pitch sometimes because you can't see certain things. I mean, maybe it's not the case. Like I don't know. Maybe you are seeing it. Maybe I'm just a bit blind sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, when you're sitting a bit high up and I just genuinely feel like on Saturday we were, I thought we were incredible, especially second half. You went, well, it wasn't that great, I don't feel. I think Mate, I feel we were absolutely spot on for the first 25 minutes in that second half. I just feel there's games where maybe at the end of last season, I'd look at and think that was such a complete performance. Everyone was on. Unre- but this one, I just kind of feel like we got away with a couple of things. Well, we got away with that in the first half and we just pushed on from there. And yeah, yeah it was a better second half performance, but I don't think we were like world beaters on sun- on Saturday. Yeah, but to be a well beater against a top, a decent side that probably be up in the top ten this season, let's face it, they probably will be in the top ten or pushing for playoffs. Now they've got some good players in there, and let's let's face it, they're on good form previous to when we played them. So I think I think it's a bit unfair in the saying that you know we weren't we weren't great, we weren't convincing. I felt like we were very convincing against a side who were in form. Realistically, people might say they're not in great form. We weren't doing this, we weren't doing that, but they were doing very well before that. What do you think, Dave? I'm just thinking when we turn up, you want us to take the game to them when we're at home. And I think in the first half, for me, it was just a little bit, uh, I want to say dull, if I'm yeah, honest. Yeah, it was dull. I mean, and, but the most important thing is we didn't concede. Um, was, it, was it the best performance? No, not, not that I've seen, but it was a good performance overall yeah. because we got the points and that's what we wanted, right? Better than usual. Maybe it's like, you know, I'm... I'm What's that saying about looking at things through rose-tinted uh, spectacles and whatever yeah, else? Maybe it is that because we won the game, but... No, no. I felt like we could have easily comfortably scored four goals in that game. I, that's what I think. No, I agree. We had chances to score more. But so why are you not happy I don't know. What, what's, I don't what's know. The the issue just, then, Grace, oh, because it, it I wasn't... I, like I agree with you. It wasn't a, that complete performance that we've seen in the past. The games where we've dominated and we've played so well. And you, if we'd have won 2-0 and had 11 chances, you know, that sort of thing. Where we've been really on the ball, and sometimes it felt a bit laboured for me. 
on Saturday? I, I, I can't really put my finger on why I feel that way, but I'd be really interested to hear what is you it, listening right now think. Is uh, it because the XG was only 1.05? <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? No, let's not go. We'll see no. we won on XG, to be fair, mate. Um, <laughs> let us know. YouTube, let me know. Am I talking rubbish? Is Bataro right for once? Uh, leave, <laughs> leave a comment below. And uh, if you're listening, then get in touch with us on Twitter. Oh, the town. Let us know what, what you think to what we're saying. Was, was it convincing for you, the win on Saturday? Or did you come away from that thinking, yeah, we won. We're happy we won, but we weren't at our best. I've never said we were at our best, by the way. I've just said it was it was quite convincing, okay, considering. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think we did well. Considering who we were playing, yeah, we did really well. We got, it. and the most important thing is we got a result a and clean a clean sheet. sheet. You know, and that is it. Clean sheet is important because we got loads of them last year. Um, three this season so far, I think. Let's talk about the goals. One nil. Uh, Colton Morris is on fire at the moment. This guy just seems to. He's, he seems to have grown in confidence since his goal, his first goal against Swansea. Um, and it was a brilliant finish, wasn't it? It's just perfect ball into the box, and he just gets the right contact, and it's it's gone in the in, in the back of the net. Proper striker's yeah. goal, proper striker's goal. You can see why he's um, we paid for him mm, as much a, as we did. Animal, he? Yeah, it was great. It was a proper predator's goal. I liked it, and you know nothing more than we deserved. But he he has to be in that position, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And I, I think he's found his feet now, and let's hope he gets a few more. And he's just so all round, and I think we say it all like every single week. Like he scores with his head, he scores with his left foot, he scores with his right foot. And what's he going to do next? Score with his ass? Let's face it. <laughs> Sorry, but now come on, look. if the ball like was smashed towards goal and he stuck out his backside and it went in the top corner, you wouldn't be surprised. You go, that's a great finish, Carl Morris. Well done. Because the thing is, that would happen. But nah, honestly, where do you he, get these thoughts from, David? Yeah, what's going through your mind? Yeah, what's going through Nothing, your mind? That's the thing. Has like, it been a while, mate? Anyway, Sorry. let's move, move, move <laughs> on. Move on. Move on. Uh, ten minutes later, it was two 0 Reesberg picked up the ball on the halfway line. Um, you know what? We we banter refs a lot and batter refs a lot on as a you know as a fan base at Kenilworth Road. They've not been the best this season. The ref on Saturday was not the best at all. But to be fair, two brilliant advantages for Reesberg's one goal on Saturday. Didn't realise he gave an advantage. There oh, you no, go. He That's how much he yeah, gave two. Over, yeah. yeah, he did give two. And, you know, fair play that he did. Uh, we'd have been moaning if he hadn't put that away. But the moment that left his boot, though, mm. from where we were standing, he knew it was going oh, in. What a strike. A great strike. But the way that he took the ball on to get to that position is just as good. Yeah, honestly, it's brilliant. I mean, when I went back home, I was like, oh, yeah, I said to my uncle, my dad, and whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, you got to see this. you got to see this. You've seen the goal. He went, no, no, no. Let's have a look at it quickly back. And oh, you've got to see it. And I felt like I was a bit disappointed watching it back. I felt like it was better like on the day seeing it behind the goal. I felt like it was, you know, like you some kind a, of welded that would like you'd never be never it be was beaten. A, it was a very well struck, very yeah. well placed. But yeah, very it, well it placed. It was a great goal. Yeah. But I felt like it was like but as soon up as there it, for the Puskas award or whatever. <laughs> but as soon as it, it left his boot, from where we were sitting, as soon as it left his boot, mm. um, you knew it was going in. That was incredible, wasn't it? The, the technique as well, on his, le- on his weaker foot as well for a centre half. I'll text my mate straight away. Obviously a West Ham fan. Obviously he used to rave about Reese, but kind of, oh, he looks like a decent player, well, especially when we got him. As soon as I messaged him, he's like, oh, he scored his left foot. It's like, mate, you need to see the goal. It's incredible. Yeah, so it was, yeah. It was plastered everywhere, wasn't it, as well, on social media and whatever else. Yeah, it's a great goal. And well, well deserved as well. But nothing more than we deserved player. at that point in the game either. You know, so, you know, we was taking the game to Blackburn. I can't remember Blackburn having any chances. 
Uh, they said, oh, yeah, okay. I can't remember. <laughs> and I'm just checking because their XG said 0.31. Um, I can't remember Horvath having to make a proper save. No, I don't think you know, did, did so, uh, no. So, you know, I think then you could say then our defence was good, our midfield was good, and we got what we deserved, and that goal just capped it off. It we definitely got what we deserved. I think, I think we always, as a Luton Town fan, I think we always need that second goal. Always. Yeah. I don't, sometimes... Well, it proved we, against Wigan, didn't it? it? Yeah. You know, we need that second goal, and against Coventry, you think back, Dan Potts hits the post just before half-time, it could have been 3-1. Um, and we end up drawing two. So I think, yeah, like you said, it'd be nice just to have that cushion more like Saturday yeah. going forward from now. Um, so yeah, full time, 2-0, 39% possession for Luton. Shock, we win with least amount of possession again. Uh, 13 shots, three on target to Blackburn, seven with one on target. So, but for all their possession, because the possession stats are way in their favour, Blackburn just went sideways and backwards. They never yeah. create, you know, you like can a lot of teams. have all that possession you want. If you're not going to make a chance, have it. I don't care. But we're more than happy to give up possession, though. That's yeah. the thing nowadays. 100%, yeah. like, I think most of the time we're literally just stats. have it because we're too good off the ball. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next bit we wanted to talk about. Before we get into Nathan Jones' post-match comments, who is um, best in our defence at the moment this season? Because... We've seen a few changes week in, week out. Uh, it, it, at the moment, it just feels like we don't have a settled back three. Who would it be in yours? Go on, Batari. Go on. Call, it, call out your friend. Go for it. Well, my mate Mike down the park. <laughs> He's good. But um, nah, seriously. Uh, look. Do you agree with Chris, Burke, Lockyer, Bradley, he said? Yeah, 100%. That is literally it. I looked at the first one and he's got his spot on there. Bradley hasn't been at his best. Hasn't played a lot either, though. Well, you know, you can say that, but the reason he hasn't been at his best, so if he's not your first choice every week, who else you'd put in there? Probably, Do you reckon... Probably no one, because we haven't got any players at the moment, have we, in defence? Struggling a little bit, I think. I feel like we are very, very low in defence quality. Think, I think Burke should start. But I think, to be fair, I mean, I'm going to chuck it out there. I think Burke's the best defender we've got at the club at the moment. Well, there you go, then. Defensively. I feel like he is the most like athletic, powerful, whatever else. I love Sonny Bradley, but I feel like at the moment, he's just not... I don't know. How to, how to say <laughs> you it. don't want to say it, do you? No, it's, it's not even like that. I just think like Burke is a step, probably a step up to what we have got. I mean, Bradley, I think, needs a bit more game time or whatever else, and he'll come good again. But at the moment, I think Burke's just showing why he, every time he plays, he's just, pheno- I think, phenomenal. Lock he here. is phenomenal it's, normally, isn't he? But yeah. Mate, he's close. But then Lockyer's not put a foot wrong, really, this season. No, Lockyer reminds me of a proper defender. He wants to get stuck in and wants to wind people up. Burke's technically very good as well. I'm not going to talk about Bradley because he don't need to, really. <laughs> no weekend. So he gets some yeah, games in you, there. You talk about him all the time, mate. But he's a great pass as well, Bradley, so there you go. So do you reckon, from what we're saying there, obviously Dan Potts has played a lot this season. Does he not make that for you? Yeah, I don't want to be harsh on Potts though that's the thing like, he's done well what don't you see in him? no it's not I don't see him I see I think he's a good player I think he serves us very well I, just, I do like him I think like he's a great player to have in and around the squad I just feel like I've always felt like he's probably not I just look at certain players right certain players that we have at the club 
i.e. your Burtlock, your Bradley, whatever else. They're the kind of players that can, as a last man, can sort of like take a touch, take it out wide, sort of turn with the ball. They're more aware. Whereas Potts, I feel like, panics quite a lot. And I feel like you see, I feel like you see it quite often. Instead of just sort of like trying to pick a pass or... I'm not, I'm not faulting for this, by the way, because it's a bit more old school. But all de- all defenders panic at times, don't they? No, but I feel like you see Potts put out a play quite a lot rather than... He won't... It's not It's not a bad thing, by the way. It's quite admirable that he don't take chances. He never takes a chance, Potts. You can't take a chance in defence, surely. But you see... Well, no, you can. You see, yeah, but you see other players what, turn what, with what, the ball and pass the ball off and you, then turn one way. Do you not it? see Cal Naismith last season? No. That's the difference. Yeah, this that's the difference, I feel like. Someone like Naismith or I Burke think, can turn think, with I the think, ball. And I think Potts is getting a hard time. I don't think he's done that badly. No, no, no. Look, I'm, I'm not giving him a hard time, by the way. I've not once said that I don't rate him. I just feel like he's a different defender than t- to what we've got. He's more of an old, old-fashioned style defender. And just to confirm, a, there was no slating of pots. It was just, no. does he not make the back three? If yeah, if I'm everyone's not, fit, no slating him. Okay, no. if, if if everyone's fit, does he does pots make your back three? Um, yeah, maybe. No, don't give a straight answer. <laughs> All right, yes. Yeah, who do you leave out? Or no. Go on, who do you leave? If Who's your back three if everyone's fit? I, I'm i not going to commit on that one because it, whatever I say, you Boss two are going to call me out. No, Dave, we're not going to call you out. Uh, there's yeah, another ju- comment for YouTube and just you listening right now. If everyone's fit, who's your back three? Forget forget Brian Bell or whoever you want, wing backs. We're here. Who's your back three? This, is, this is why I'm not a football manager really, isn't it? Uh, should we read some more comments? You was our football manager once, Dave. That was bad enough, to be fair. Um, the thing you ever did was sign me up in goal, to be fair. Who is Luton's best defence at the moment is what we asked you. Chris said Burke, Lockyer, Bradley. Crofty says Burke. He's the best we have along with Lockyer. Dom says Potts, Lockyer, Burke for me. Uh, James says, I want Bradley back in the side. He didn't see any leadership without him at the back. I also don't think the game goes the way it does with him on the pitch. Him alongside Lockyer and Burke would do me. I think it's a fair comment to be fair about Bradley because I'm just going to pick him up again. He is very calming on the pitch. Very calming. Yeah. Oh, is that all? <laughs> I mean, I was going to crack on, but, but, no, but I sound like a fanboy, don't I? So well, you are a fanboy. I am, yeah. But he, he is a leader though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think he just gives like people confidence sometimes to go on and do their own thing. And he takes responsibility. He does take responsibility. You can't say he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy says, Potts has been severely underrated this season, one of our best players. Lockyer when fit is a beast and wins everything in the air. And Bradley provides that leadership which ties everything together. But then you look at Burke and think, he's also brilliant. Maybe we should yeah. play more. Play four. Play Potts left back. Uh, Dylan says, Tom Lockyer over the past couple of games, he has a place. Great defensive performance and well worth his place. Special shout out to Burke and Osho too. If I had to pick, it'd be them three. It's hard to argue with any of those points, like Lucy's in particular. But I, d- I don't. You can't argue with yeah. any of those. Either way, I think we're only leaving one player out realistically. So because we haven't really got many options in the back three, but uh, I think I'd be said at the beginning of the season. I think if we really had to, we probably put a Murray Belt left wing back. Uh, sorry, at uh, centre half and put Dowie yeah. um, left wing back. I think that's I think what we we'll did see. that in the Huddersfield second leg, didn't we? Last season, at one stage, Bell moved into the back three, and we right. pushed like Snodgrass wide left. Or I can't quite remember. Yeah, right. Um, remember, well, either way, our opinion's irrelevant because at the end of the day, Nathan Jones is the one picking the team and Nathan Jones is also the one doing the post-match. Yes, and can also, I uh, just quickly get us a beer, please. Is that okay? Yeah, you go get a beer. Yeah, yeah you crack on. Well, so I'll read this. Um, Nathan, Nathan Jones on social media, um, is well, he's commented on social media this week, especially in his post-match. Um, 
He says, I don't read social media, but people show me and people say we should be doing stuff. We should be beating teams. We're not a team that should be beating teams. We're a team that goes about our business with humility. Well, um, some really interesting comments from Nathan Jones post-match. What, what do you make of them? Everyone's entitled to an opinion. That's what we say. That's why we do the podcast. That's why you're on social media. But some opinions are ridiculous. And um, I think it's run off the back of we did so well last season and people are expecting more. But don't forget, in fact, I read a stat today. We're in the same position we were in last season right now. Same number of points. Same number. Are we? Yeah, same number of points, same number of wins, same number of, of, of defeats. You know, it's crazy. And we're, we're, we're two places lower than we were last season. Yeah. So, but, you know, to say he doesn't read social media, but everybody on social media has an opinion. This is why we do the podcast, right? Well, this is why we all love football. And this is why football is the best thing ever, because you do get an opinion from everyone and everyone's got a different opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so good. And that's why we do the podcast, because we love hearing what people have to say about the game and what, you know, what we have to say. And at the end of the day, what we have to say is rubbish, like... Could be true. It could be not. I think. I think. It's just what Nathan needs to realise is that everybody in that ground wants the same thing. They want the team to win, and some people don't see the game the way that he sees it, or the way that we see it, or each other sees it. So you come out of that game and you get on social, and you go, "Well, that was crap," or "He was rubbish," or "That was brilliant." But it's it's in the moment, isn't it? Yeah. This is the thing as well. Like, I mean, you said about passion and whatever else. I think feel like sometimes Nathan Jones. I'm not going to sit here and say like. Oh yeah, I agree with everything he says. I'm not saying that, but obviously you don't have to agree with anything that everyone says. Like you have to respect people. That's what it is. But um, the thing with all this and like the whole Nathan Jones coming out and saying certain things, and maybe people might go, "I was a bit of a hypocrite for saying certain things." Whatever else, but it is what it is. But um, who the, is fact, so the fact is of with Nathan Jones coming out and saying this stuff, I feel like he says it because he's almost like a fan himself because he's living it. He's living through it, isn't he? He's the man in charge, and he's kind of living what the fans are feeling because he feels it as well. I'm sure the players feel it as well. And he's just a bit more outspoken. I think but, but Tariq, do you go to a game and think we should be beating these teams? Because I don't. No, I, 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 don't. I just feel like I if think, we perform, think, then we should be winning. With the exception of the other day when I already said, I thought we would, we would put Coventry to bed. I thought that was the one we're going to get a home win on. But I don't go to a game thinking, oh, we should beat these teams. See, this is why you say about opinion. That's where my opinion was completely different. Whereas commentary, I thought like that was probably the most dangerous game for us because the, the form wasn't great. We know what they can do. And, you know, last season, like the way they performed and whatever else, they were a good, solid side and they just weren't performing if, at the moment. If we, if we were playing a team from a Division 2 below us, I would go and think, well, we should win this because of where we are. But you wouldn't underestimate your your... I uh, think so I wouldn't think that would be like a hashtag teams like Luton thing. I would say that would be, you know, you'd expect our team to perform better because of we're a championship side. But we all know that football changes and you know that when someone comes to you from a lower league, they play better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe Nathan should read more notes, more socials. Perhaps he's listening. Nathan, if you are listening... <laughs> I feel like he does what... We all have he, an opinion. I feel like he does every, every, socials, to be fair. But there's him. not one fan in any club that doesn't have an opinion how their club plays. And they're always going to get that broad spectrum of people saying different things. Yeah. I mean... I I was guilty the other day on the podcast. Guilty, I know, but I was guilty of saying guilty. on the podcast the other day, I feel... You'd be in football prison like We should have won mate. at least four of our opening, what, eight games. 
And I know that would have made us like third and it sounds ridiculous, but like- We could have won. Not should have won. Well, we that's what I think. I look back oh, at the performances and I think, you know, we're, we had great, great chances against Birmingham yeah. that we could, we could have taken. Yeah, but there's a difference. It's not we should win. We could have won. That's the difference. When you look back at the game, you go, actually, we, sh- we could have taken all three points there and we didn't, we didn't capitalise on all the, all the chances that we had. Like, you don't turn up to that game thinking we are going to beat these teams. To be fair, at home, I turn up thinking we, 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 not we should win. But like, I turn up at home thinking... Yeah. Expecting to win. I expect to win. Why do you expect to win? Because we're at home and that's why. When you go away, you're hoping for a win. That's how I look at it. Yeah, you, but I feel like that's how all football fans look exactly at look that. at the game. Exactly when you're that. home, not do you know what lose I, your way. You know what our problem is, isn't you? The fact that we had such a great season last season. Yeah, no, it is. We're all guilty of it. We're all sitting there going, oh, you know what, we could do it. We can replicate that last season. Maybe we can go and push on a little bit more. Maybe we could do it this if time. You, if you're talking, it's, it's a tough league. But if you're talking specifically about his comments, we should be doing stuff. Well, every fan thinks we should be doing stuff. And if you don't think that, then why don't you think that? Because, you know... Every fan has a, an opinion. I also think, for starters, we shouldn't be losing to Wigan if we won the luck with ten minutes to go. Oh, I, agree, I don't by think the you way. should. I you, agree. You yeah. shouldn't be losing a football game if you want. I know it. Ha- I know it can happen. Yeah, but no, I feel, no, no, of course, I agree. There's reason it happens, and then reasons maybe should have been stopped or not even been a thing. That's but, the one thing I don't really agree with what Nathan Jones said about the whole. Like, oh, I could have done this. I could have done that. Blah blah blah. Whatever else. I'm pretty. I don't know if he said that actually to be like them to them words, but um, didn't he say something along the lines of? Against Wigan, like it could have been like people might criticise my changes or whatever else, this and that, but if it worked or something like that. But yeah, at the end of the day, like it was a bit silly, but what I mean, look, who am I, who am I to say not anything? I don't get paid fucking the amount of money he gets paid to manage a club and very well he does the job. So, what a boring sport this would be if we turned up and just went, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would be boring, wouldn't it? We're sitting there like, yeah, this, is, this is the like controversy that you have. No, but that is it. It's the controversy you have when. You know, your manager says one thing, you go, well, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with these substitutions. Oh, oh that went well. You know, if, if you didn't have an opinion on the game, what's the, what's the point of going? Yeah, of course. At the end of the day as well, like, the thing is, like, whatever the manager says or whether people don't like it or whether he doesn't like what people say, at the end of the day, there's not a thing where it will turn. It's not like we've been in the stands booing him or he'll be fucking sitting there, right, excuse my language, raging or whatever else. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's not like that. It's like everyone respects everyone, what everyone's got to say. Well, I, if, I if certainly do if anyway. So. Just to briefly, if you talk about humility, then uh, you've got to think of what Morrison said about Nathan celebrating at the end yeah, of the yeah. game, you know? It's the same thing. Yeah, he was just a well, Morrison <laughs> was a bit... <laughs> Didn't he get yeah. sacked the other day? He did get sacked. He, he yeah. was relieved of his duties here. But, you know, and just what, everyone has an opinion in the game. And just what you're saying here on, you know, we should be doing stuff, we should be beating teams. It's just like... I think for fans to even have that attitude, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that fans maybe rate us so highly that they do think we should be beaten. And it's almost like a compliment to Nathan and the way the team have been performing because... Do you think... Because there was times though, where you Maybe we're turn turning up, into them people up their own backsides now. <laughs> maybe we're turning into them set of fans now. I don't know. Maybe people look at us and go, oh, fuck me, Luton just, oh, they think they, they're entitled now. Maybe people look no, at us I in don't that think light now. I don't but, know. But listen, if we've, you were, sorry, sorry. I'll just no. I was just going to say, but there's times where you've said it and go, "We know we're better than that." Yeah. yeah. In games that we've performed poorly, you go, "We're not even at our best there." You, we know that we've got the players that are better than the way we performed today, and I feel like there's nothing wrong with saying that. We feel like we should have done better 
in that game because we know the play. We know Elijah Adebayo is unreal and he's just not been on it this season. Like we no. know where we can be and we've kind of not got there yet this season. So I feel like that's that's not a bad yeah, thing yeah, to no, say that course. we should be doing better in some games. I feel like that's the um, the switch in how we play as well. Like the Obviously the new players coming in, the whole difference of maybe the players we, you, know, you see what I'm saying like it's a whole trying to change it up to go to that next level maybe it's not maybe keep it what you know for the time being like Nathan Jones said oh let's go back to what we know so what are you doing I'm not talking to you obviously I'm talking about Nathan Jones what are, you, what are you doing Jones like and say like what are you trying differently I mean we don't know obviously no one knows because it'd be pretty much supposed to be a secret isn't it to like success but what is going on that we don't know about? Are we not sticking you know to what we what know no, anyway? The other thing I would say about Nathan not reading social media, maybe you should read social media and see some of the positive comments that we make. Because, you know, it's the same thing, isn't it? He definitely reads social media. Of course media. he does. Face He's it. probably listening right now. There's a, there's, a, there's a reason why he's made certain comments in the past that he, there's he only, definitely reads. Unless someone goes, oh, yeah. I would say... His the brother goes, do you know what, Nathan? You know, no, but I would say, the, I would <laughs> say 100%... Maybe he said this about you, you know? But wouldn't you say the only fans in this whole country right now that turn up thinking they're going to win every week is Manchester City? Oh, every yeah, week. They'll turn up fair. and go, oh, we should be beating these. We should be beating these. We can beat these. We shouldn't lose to these. Uh, I never think that. I think I turn up thinking, I hope we win today. I know I'm expecting a good performance. So, yeah, you know. this is it. I mean, we, we know what we've got. Like you say, like you said, Greg's a minute ago, you said about the whole thing of we turn up thinking, you know, we're better than this. I mean, I've always, like you said, I, I have always said it. I know we're better than that because I know, I know what Luton are capable of. I, I know that. We, we are a team. But before we, we see many of teams that are not teams. Do you know what I mean? Before social media. Quite riddled there, No, but, but before social media was invented, you'd go to the game, you'd go to the pub afterwards, you'd have a right good beer about it and you'd have a good moan about the game. Yeah. Or, or, and, and, and that's where you say all these things. But everybody can see it now. And that's the thing. Everyone can see it now. Mm-hmm. So he may agree with some. And, and if he starts looking at it properly, he'll see that there's some positive things that everyone says. It's not all bad. It's not all that, that crap that you read on some websites and some Twitter feeds. Obviously, you're going to get some people as well that just take it way too far as well. Yeah, 100%. You're always going to get that, but then the people that take it way too far, like all I would say to them people is, like, you're going to sit there moaning after a few games, this and that. Just go and sort your life out. That's all I would say <laughs> to them people. Because, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, people go, I'll go, oh, go sort your life out. Yeah, whatever. I do need to sort my life out a little bit. But at the same time, at least I'm sort of level-headed at the same time. Because yeah, no, you, you see what no, I'm saying? No, I see though? what you're saying. Yeah, no. I see certain people whinging and moaning, saying, oh, well, you know, this keeps going on, this can't go on, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're not entitled. We are not entitled to three points every single week. And if anyone thinks you're entitled to three points every single week, then I'd like to say certain things, but please, if you've been don't a, take a walk. If you've been a Luton supporter as long as I have, you know what to expect. Uh, do you agree with this quote from Nathan Jones? And what, what have you made of what we've said about, about the quote? And what do you make of Nathan Jones' comments on just social media uh, and as, a, as a whole, really? Do you think... He should just completely ignore this and not even make comments on it. Should he just ignore... Because so, to be fair, I don't really hear any other managers talking about comments made on social media because at the end of the day, everyone's got an opinion. The only one that matters is his because he picks the team. He's he does got team talks, back up a little bit, you know. Um, do you agree? Dave says he isn't wrong in the sense a lot of our fans are saying stuff like that, especially considering they'd wet their pants two years ago if an opposition supporter said something like this about us. That being said, 
I'm not sure criticising the support is the way to go. Um, no, agreed. Like you should never criticise the support, but at the same time, you've got to understand from he is still a human being at the end of the day as well. And Nathan, we have, we all know Nathan. I'm not sitting defending him, by the way. Whatever else, I, I don't really care. Like he can do what he wants in the day. Like we do, we sit on a Monday night, Tuesday night tonight, obviously. But we do what we want. We say what we want. It's freedom of speech, man. Just, just, just say what you got to say. No, it is. It's realistic. You just got to say what you've got to say. And if people don't like what I say, for example, well, so be it, mate. Go take a jog. I don't care. It, literally, <laughs> I couldn't care less. No, but really, that's the it point, is. though. That's the point, though. If he's offended by people's don't opinion, listen. don't listen to it. Yeah, don't listen to it. That's literally he knows, what it is. To be fair, he's one of the best managers we've had for a long, long time, and he's doing a great job. So just carry on. Maybe he shouldn't say certain things or shouldn't get involved in it. But look, that's his. That's up to him. Crack on. Do what you want to do. Steve says, I think this is a hangover from the Wigan match when, rightly or wrongly, he got probably the most post-match criticism he's ever received. However, he feels he should know that if a manager falls out of the fans, there's only ever one winner. So true. The manager don't win that. But can we can we all like agree that the whole thing about Wigan? I think I'd say like 80% of the fan base, if not more, were... We're a bit like, oh, yes, it was Jones's fault. You've got to blame Jones. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever else they said about the whole thing. Changing the whole midfield and there's two strikers. Everyone's got an opinion. I think most people's opinion, I think if it was all, all the same, I think I had the same opinion. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. But what do I know at the end of the day? It's fine. But at the same time, we might not agree with it. It could have worked. It, it didn't work. We've all cooled down a bit now, but please, no, people, point, just he ch- made the chill change. out a little bit. In that game, he made the changes... It wasn't effective. Yeah. We lost, and it wasn't and so. Terrible, then, yeah. And then so people go, "Well, that was wrong," because we should have won. But like someone who was it said a minute ago about someone like wetting their cells like two years ago, or whatever. Who was it? Dave. Said that. So yeah, fair enough. Like it's true. Like why? Why are we? You can't be crapping your pants at like every sort of like little dodgy spell that you're going through. I like this one from Roger. He said he's got a very good point. Our fans lived off teams like Luton, and now they're the ones making the same comments about other clubs. I don't think he's criticising, he's just pointing out we need to keep our feet firmly on the floor. So true. That's a really good point. But what I'd say about that is, last season, the success we had, and you know, you, you kind of look at it, we strengthen. Don't fans have a right to maybe come into this season and go, not I expect the same, but want the same. And then can be a little bit disappointed when we don't beat Preston or Birmingham or Coventry who are bottom of the league like at home. But as I said earlier, we are the same because we've got the same number of points after the same number of games. The performances haven't been as good. Are we better, uh, uh, squad-wise, are we better this time this year than we are this time last year? That's what I'd say. Well, squad-wise, I think we are. But they haven't clicked to the point, but they've still got to the same position. Look, we've still got a few players to come back as well. I think it's been a bit of a upside down sort of like start with players like injured and whatever else. I think that's Look, what we need to take into consideration I think as well. If we were bottom three, you start worrying, wouldn't you? But we're not. Mm, the way the table is probably not because I said you earlier know, about the whole sort of like from the where we are to the playoffs. Yeah, now, it's, it's got close, like two or three it? points in it now. Yeah. It's close. And whatever else. It's like, couple of, I said to you last week, didn't I? A couple of more wins. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was proper downbeat about last week and now. I, I was a bit, bit, I'll be honest, I was proper Annoyed, yeah. yeah okay. Trying to be keep it clean, but um, I've kind of come round to it this week. I thought, all right, it makes it easier that we've won. I think it's frustration more than anything. I don't, I don't usually get too downhearted about it, but I think we needed that Saturday to lift us. 
I think that's what we, we get a season ticket for at home sometimes. We must see, see us do well at home, whatever else. But I just think on the overall picture, you, you've got to look at, you know, we're not sitting there pumping millions into like squads every single January or summer transfer window. We're not doing that. And we are, we've got to be realistic a, a little bit. And once you've got over the excitement of the weekend or the Tuesday night game or whatever else, you've got to be grounded. You've got to go, do you know what? That's where we're at at the moment. We're not going to go down. We know this. If we finish 10 points less than what we did last season, so be it. We'll still be mid-table. That is what it is. It don't matter, but no, it'd be nice to progress. Fans it just would. want that excitement, don't they? Fans want yeah. that excitement again at the playoffs. They want to be aiming as high as possible. And I personally feel... There's nothing wrong with wanting to do the best you can. and Absolutely not. Uh, of course it's not. But social media comments are just pub comments yeah. that are now available to all. And can I just say, it's a wonderful thing that this has happened as well, like all these comments and social media, because I think it just proves the, the track that we're on at the moment. It proves that we're on the right track. <laughs> no, it does. It, it, yeah. it, it, it sits there and goes, I mean, we know we're good. We know we're good. We know what we can do. Why aren't we doing it? And it's yeah. causing and a I bit feel of like, that. I feel like that should be a compliment. Yeah, That's what I mean. It's, it's a good um, thing. It's a good thing. We're massively overrunning. That's um, right. They're making another 10 minutes longer. Don't matter. I can sit and moan all night or whinge or do Nathan whatever. Nathan Jones, if you are listening, now's probably the time to turn off or close your ears because we're going to talk about the next five games and how many points we're going to get. So we're going to say which games we should win, which games we shouldn't win. Win, win, win. Over the next five, Hull away, Huddersfield at home, West Brom away, QP at home, Norwich away. How many points from them are we happy with? Close your ears, Nathan. I'd like to win against Hull. What about you, boys? I think I think I'd like to win against Hull. I'd like I think to win. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to think we could beat Huddersfield. I'd like to think we could do a good job against them. Um, West Brom and Norwich are, are tough games, although West Brom are not on top form. Uh, and Queens Park Rangers bogey team. It's about time we beat them. So yeah, let's go for it. Let's go. Hull win. Yeah, three points. Okay. Huddersfield, three points. Win. Six. Yeah. <laughs> West Brom. West Brom. Win. I'm probably going to say a loss. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got a loss. We'll tell you, I'm going to take a loss there. QPR at home, a draw. No, no, do you know what? No, I I'll want win. nine. I'll I want win. the minimum of nine out of that lot. I'll win. I'm joking. You want three wins from the. Norwich away, a draw. There you go. Three wins from five you want, Dave. Ten. I think, I think I'd like to win our home games and think we have a chance of either getting some something from Hull. Or maybe just a freak result at Norwich. Would you take losing them five games if it meant a guaranteed win against Watford in the next game after that? How Absolutely dare you not. ask that question? No. I feel like you got to put it out of there, ain't no. you? No, I wouldn't. No? No. Well, if it was a 5 0 win away at Watford? No. What about a last minute win? I'd rather the points on the board than the win at Watford. Well, I don't care. I'm, what about, I'm imagine, okay, imagine this. You're in the away end of Watford. It's 98th minute. It's 0 0. We get a last-minute corner. Elijah Adebayo, overhead kick, top bins. The away end goes nuts, and everyone's just lost it. But he's going to do it after getting 10 points in the uh, next five games. It doesn't matter. Just <laughs> but it's guaranteed. Wake up. Um, <laughs> right, there's one for the YouTube and, and comments. <laughs> Would no, you take five no, losses seriously. in a row to beat Watford 1-0? No, no, no. Seriously, no. Let's, be, let's be realistic about this now. I know you always put this in the scenarios, Gregory, right? But let's I be serious. I scenarios. No, no, but let's put us like, yeah, 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 like in realism here. There's no way that we would drop, what, 15 I, points. Ideally. There's no way. What you want leading up to that fixture is a run of really good results. That's right. what you want. Would what you take three points compared to 15 points? Would you take five draws in a row to beat Watford 1-0 in the last minute? 
Five nil nil draws, but we beat Watford one nil. It's a last minute winner from Elijah over a kick. Have you been drinking? A couple, but look, that's not oh, the point. Are you driving me later? <laughs> <laughs> look, would you do it? No? Uh, okay, yeah. let's enough of that. Look, we're, I don't we're like these scenarios. I don't here. care. I don't we're like these scenarios. Minutes. I do not like these scenarios. Please stop talking about them because all I'm going to say is we'll get as many points as we will get, obviously. All I'm going to say is, is we're it. getting very close to that Watford fixture. I think the, the closer it gets, the more nervous I'm going to get. I feel like I'm going to be a wreck in the build up to this game. So. That's one for another podcast anyway. Look, we're running out of time. Uh, let us know what you've made of uh, everything we've spoken about today. I'd love to know. Nathan Jones comments on social media. Who's our best back three? Are we right in saying that, that we, you know, it, we should be expecting to win a few games? Is, is that bad saying that? No, it's, it's a good thing. Like we said earlier, it's, it's a good thing. Because compliment. it's compliment. Yeah, it's complimentary it's compliment. to what we are and That'd what we're stuff. doing at the moment. So... Um, we'll, we'll, look, we'll get there and in, if we don't then we'll go again next year international year break after that. next week so hopefully we'll be back with a preview podcast pre-hole um, but yeah I know this is the first one in a couple of weeks and now we're leaving you for another two but as always thanks for listening and thank you for watching basically if you haven't watched us go go do that on YouTube I went to town uh, a weekend with no football mm. yeah I have to watch what are you going to do League 1 or League 2 watch oh, to be fair I think we're taking the little one to um, Ivan Tony in the England squad well I'm not taking him to see Ivan Tony in the England squad <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking him there but yeah no yes, that's also a good thing but the weekend I think I'm going to take my little one to soft play in Bedford oh lovely yeah and and chuck him in the ball pitch <laughs> <laughs> have some of that go fly but yeah cool well, that's everything thank you for listening thank you for watching today we are Matthew Yarrington 52 minutes we've treated you today uh Thanks so much for everything. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.